Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to You Made a Poltergeist. I'm Belinda. I'm Brayden. And we are here giving you spooky things. <laughs> here, take some spooky things. It is Halloween after all. It is Hallow's Eve. Yes. Oh, Hallow's Eve. So, you know, eat your candy. Dress up. Like things. <laughs> <laughs> You're a woman. So one day every year it's socially acceptable to have your tits out and no one can say a single thing because it's a costume. Hey, what about how what about me? Can I have my tits out too? Men always have their tits out. Yeah, you're right. I would love I was saying this the other day. I would love to be able to just whip my shirt off when I feel hot. That would be nice, I assume. And Do you've you know got how much like a lot more sweat? like yeah, boobs have a lot more sort of Surface, surface area, area for sure to yeah. make heat it i don't know how this heat. works <laughs> i get boob sweat it's nasty sometimes i just want to take my shirt and bra off and fucking woo you know in the wind get some goose snips nice you know what i mean <laughs> what was that free the nip i think free there was the like nipple. a there was a yeah, whole was walk like a and whole like protesting thing. yeah well we're still not there We're getting there. We're getting there. That's it. People are kind of becoming okay with breastfeeding in public. Oh, God. If you have an issue with breastfeeding in public, I'm sorry if this is anyone on the listening, (laughs) but guys, it's a natural thing. Stop sexualizing women's breasts. Baby's got to eat. Unless we're making it sexual. We're hitting big topics and we're only two minutes in. Two minutes in. Uh, anyways, anyways, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween! You freaks and ghouls. <laughs> um, what are what you addressing you... us, everyone? Well, yeah. Tell us in the comments below. We're going to rate, review, and subscribe back to your comments now. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I see a few comments there. Oh, oh wow. Um, wow, I love that. Wife. Love that zombie wife. <laughs> <laughs> Belinda... Hey. What are you going as? Belinda's still <laughs> trying to convince me to be a sexy pope, and I just do not think pope and sexy go together. Okay, I bought the outfit so we can modify it so you're a sexy pope. There's no way to make a pope sexy. Uh, yeah, there is. got to, like, rip off the sleeves, do a bit of a v-neck, just, like, cut the robe down in half <laughs> so you just, like, have this flowy robe cape thing, vest. And wear some white pants. Oh, hell yeah. I don't with, know. With your Pope hat. With my Pope hat. I'm being a sexy nun. Yeah. You can be a sexy Pope, babe. <laughs> Come on. 
I don't know. Pope we should have just gone as a plug in a socket. Yes. Or we both could have been sexy nuns. Oh, it's never too late. We can go get you a sexy nun costume. Why don't you just let me wear your corset over the Pope costume? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I bought it for me. Pope bondage. Oh. Yeah. Do you know what I ordered today? Speaking of popes and bondage. <laughs> it's a little bit early for Christmas stuff. I totally get it. But I ordered the sex toy advent calendar. Oh, you did. I That's did awesome. From Love Honey. That's cool. Not sponsored. Love Honey, please sponsor us. We love sex toys. I was trying to think of what the hell you could link Pope and speaking of Pope and sexy. Is that what you said? Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Where is she going with this? <laughs> I was thinking maybe you bought like, I don't know, bed restraints that are made of rosary beads or something. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. No. That's it. Although I was having, after I bought it, I was having a look. There's a lot of like um, uh, butt plugs and stuff in this. And I, so we're doing a butt plug giveaway after Christmas. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, they're great wine stoppers. Oh, if you've got a really you know what? wide bottle. <laughs> let's just, let's use it as a wine stopper. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Ew. This is anyway, weird. But. They also do like a seven day lingerie set oh, that's advent fun. calendar. I'm into that for you. So I popped that in there for you. For me to so I'm gonna be wearing the lingerie. You're gonna have three sets of sexy lingerie uh, oh. including crutchless undies and a G string. I can't I'm tell kidding. if you're serious. <laughs> I'm kidding, it's for me. Ah. <laughs> oh. What's new? Did pay- we ever uh, mention that this is an eighteen plus podcast? Oh, it's a very eighteen plus <laughs> podcast. This has just got so many adult themes. Oh, it's been oh. a day. It's been a day. I've done nothing. Um, I did a few things: cleaned guinea pig cage, fixed up our kitchen trolley, did a bit of cleaning. Hmm. What else did I do? I told you I did something else. What else did I do? I did my story. Yep. You. Tried your costume on. Tried my costume on. Looked good. Yep. Looked very nice. Nice. Yeah. Naps are always good. I know. Belinda coming back with the naps. I haven't been napping recently. And uh, changed our little lounge room area around and I'll fucking buckle down to have a nap. (laughs) Nice. I, uh, I injured myself at work. Oh my God. And I came home because I was like, oh, Belinda, I told messenger at 2.30. Oh, Belinda, I've cut my leg. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm all right, no stitches, all good, she'll be fine. I get home, I take the bandages off. Belinda's like, you need stitches, what are you doing? Is, That's an open wound. It is like fully open, it's not like a scratch or a nick. It's like fully gaping, like it's a cut. <laughs> and like, okay, admittedly it's not massive, it's probably about like one and a half centimetres in length. Like it's small. But like, but it's an open wound. It's also on the front of my shin, and there's not that much skin on the shin. So as soon as you <laughs> slice your shin, it it like spreads apart pretty wide. So that's yes. that's why it looks like that. Yes, I was yes. fine. I was in my mind. I was like, oh, I'll just take a scar. Why not? <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, what, Brayden has lots of scars on his legs. Like I'm sure he's fine. Like he knows what he's talking about. And then he comes home, rips it off, and I literally gasped and covered my face. <laughs> I I forgot how bad it was. 
<laughs> it had been covered for like seven hours and I've got bad memories, so, you know, I'd forgotten. <laughs> I feel like there's not an excuse. Like... <laughs> I did record a video of myself like talking with oh. it. <laughs> anyway, let's continue I on. I can't with you. It's an open fucking wound. <laughs> I'll get it fixed up tomorrow. Bit of super glue. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. No, I can't, I'm not going to do it tonight. I'll just, yeah, tomorrow, put it on the list. Well, I mean, what? I'll go to the hospital and waste their time with my tiny little baby wound? Maybe it'd be just like a quick little... I could, if we have super glue here, I could fix it. I'm going to go hide all the super glue. No, that's not <laughs> happening. You're not putting super glue. Um, the super glue that they use, I'm sure, is like a special... Medical super glue, right? I don't know. It's not just I fucking $2 down from Bargain Heart fucking <laughs> super glue I think glue it is. comes in a value pack. I think like it is. I think that's where no. they're getting their super glue from, I too. don't think that's true. Well, I'll be Medical right. Medical specialists, please message yeah. us and let us know. Where do you get your super glue from? And is it regular super glue? Is it crafty <laughs> super glue? Can you just use that super we'll glue? We'll wait right? to do up this wound until you left us. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not going to do it up. We're just going to keep it open and gaping, probably with some maggots in there. Oh my the gosh, hey, flesh. trigger warning for the poor people at home. Um, it's a Halloween episode. Very true. Uh, All things are frightful and what scary are we? and confronting. What are we talking about today, babe? Today we're talking about things that make you go, ooh, ah. So, more specifically, things. Belinda and I have chosen two spooky stories, both, I assume, is yours fictional or non-fiction? Oh. I mean, all potentially fictional Mine's, and all potential non-fictional. Mine is non-fictional? Well, are we supposed to do fictional? I have done, like, a creepypasta for you. Oh, I did, like, actual plays. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, okay. This is very different. That's okay. Yeah, sure. So you mine's do a just a story. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I I should have clarified. That's okay. I was saying to mum, I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do for my story. <laughs> and the mum's like, I watch a TV show. You should do this. And I was nice. like, yeah, I should. Cool. So I did, because it gave me goosebumps. Oh. And Belinda's goal with the, her story is to try and scare me. Yeah. Now, I don't know if I'm going to be able to scare you, because it's a... True story. A true story with facts and no fiction, because <laughs> all ghost stories are true. Super true. Super true. All right, let's hear it then, babe. All right. Here we go. I feel like there's nothing scarier than... A home for boys. Sure. I can get behind it. Right. And then it's actually like a correctional place. Okay. Like a reform school, like a rehabilitation center right. for boys. Like, does, is that... You're creeping me out already. <laughs> Good. Very nice. This is Preston Castle in California. Oh. Ione, Ione, California. Okay. Situated on a hill overlooking the city, now known as Preston Castle. Or known as the Castle back in its day, the Preston School of Industry was a reform school for boys aged between 12 to 24. 
Before its closure, it served as the oldest and most well-known reform schools in the United States. Preston Castle was opened in 1890 and didn't receive its first residence until June 1894. The first residents were seven juveniles that were transferred from San Quentin State Prison to Preston. Oh. So these underage individuals that were sent to the structure uh, were those that broke one law or another and were in the process of being rehabilitated. In evaluating the history of correctional centers in the United States, the Preston Castle is considered to be the first. Amongst its most notable wardens are Anthony Cornero, Cornero Strala, Strala. I don't think it's an Australian <laughs> yeah, accent. Super. Anthony Cornero Strala, who was a famous bootlegger and gambling entrepreneur in Southern California, known as Tony the Hat, and also Carol Whitt- Whittier Chessman. Another convicted robber, kidnapper, and rapist. Wait, they were they were the wardens. They were the wards. Wait, what? They were they like were the, the guards. Yeah, they were in charge. That were in charge. They sound like great people to be in charge. Great of people to a be boys' in correctional facility. Yeah. So, unfortunately, this institution has become known among people for its unpleasant past. During its days, there were more than enough escape attempts due to the cruel treatment and sexual abuse that would happen almost regularly. And on top of it, this is where Anna Corbin lost her life. Oh, shit. Among some of the cruel treatment was what they called a lice bath. This Uh is where groups of boys would be shoved into an emptied indoor pool and have a cocktail of chemicals poured over them in an attempt to keep away lice. The chemicals were so strong that the boy's skin would melt and peel, and some would succumb to death. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. The death of Anna Corbin, though, remains a mystery that is still unsolved even years after the event. There are several different accounts that testify for how the unfortunate head housekeeper was murdered and found. It was a Thursday on the 23rd of February, 1950, when Anna was found dead. A staff meeting was scheduled for the day. Housekeepers, cooks, medical staff, and other individuals were preparing for the events of the day. Right before the staff had their meeting, the body of Anna was discovered. One account states that she might have been killed in the kitchen, another that she was killed in the basement. In accordance with Amador Ledger's article from 1950, Anna was found in a storeroom, wrapped in a rug, bludgeoned, beyond recognition, and with a rope around her neck. When it comes to who might have actually done such a thing, the list was endless. After a painful narrowing down, the police came up with what they considered to be the main suspect, Eugene Monroe, who was being prosecuted for two other murders outside of this institution. While there were three trials, he was never convicted or found guilty for the murder. It's rumoured that two teenage boys murdered her after Anna walked in on them in a compromising situation. Mm. But Anna's death wasn't the only mystery in the facility. There were other deaths due to tuberculosis or similar dreadful illnesses. 
there are other stories such as the death of Sam Goins and Herman Hoover, allegedly killed by the guards of Preston. The school itself was closed in 1960. Once those doors were closed, Preston Castle just sort of slipped the public's mind and got lost in the dark hallways of time itself. It wandered these corridors for 40 years, itself slowly becoming a ghost that was up until 2001. Upon its closure, different types of paranormal investigators were summoned to inspect this school because of numerous reports stating it was haunted. Oh. Understandably, the most famous ghost of them all was none other than Anna Corbin. It was the Preston Castle Foundation that in 2001 received a lease for the building for the next 50 years. The mission of this foundation is to return the former lost glory of the school and to help people remember the place, that the place had its own bright memories. Wait, so they're trying to make this dank castle where Mm -hmm. people died. Mm -hmm. And were tortured and abused. So they're trying to be like, hey guys. This is Forget about that really shit. Really good place. Like we had one of the best school bands, which is a true fact. They had one of the best school bands in America. Wow. Um, what before was, closing, what was their name? I don't know. They were Preston Boys or something. I don't know. The Preston Boys. The Preston Boys with their doo wops and ditties. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there is another popular ghost that is said to inhabit the Preston Castle. It is a nurse that died in the structure at some point during the 1950s as well. The story is that a disgruntled inmate housed in the facility became aggressive towards the nurse and severely beat and kicked her. As a result of the injuries, she passed away in the castle. Today, many have claimed to have seen and continue to see this nurse just roaming the halls and rooms of the structure. There is a small cemetery on the grounds of the haunted castle that was designed for individuals that passed away while at the facility. While there are only 23 graves recorded to be in the cemetery, there are several stories that claim that there is intense paranormal activity occurring at the site of the graves. Many paranormal investigators believe that the spirits are restless and detached because of the troublesome lives that they led. Strange noises, disembodied voices, and visual unexplained phenomenon have been experienced in and around the Preston Castle and Cemetery. Now, now that all that fun information is out of the road, I watched a video. Oh, shit. What do you watch? So there's this show called Ghost Asylum, yep. and it is five guys. They're like, like a little team of investigators. They went to... The Preston Castle and stayed there for a night investigating, mm. hooked up all their equipment and stuff. And you know how normally all of this activity just like happens at nighttime, yeah. never normally during the day? Well, they were doing their first ground inspection of like where to set up and put all the different equipment and stuff. And they're going around like with their EVP, is, is it EVPs? EMFs. EMF. Readers. EMFs. I get them mixed up. They're going around with the EMF readers, um, just like, oh, where's, where would be a good spot, you know, and just gauging the atmosphere. And they were already getting off the chart ratings at like 4.30 in the afternoon. Ooh. Insane. The other witching hour. The other witching hour, <laughs> 4.30 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that just goes to show how intensely haunted this place is. Like this, mm. I believe wholeheartedly that this place 
is actually haunted with real ghosts and spirits. There's a lot cool. that I watch and I'm like, that was nothing. That was absolutely nothing. But they've even got like the sound box and just the most clearest answers come through to these questions. They were, um, where were they? Sorry, I didn't write any of this down because I was too busy okay. watching it. But they were, I think they were in the main, like, staff housing area. And they said, do you know about the nurse that was killed here? And a voice came through so clearly and it said dragged. Oh. Meaning, like, she was dragged somehow. That's cool. And they went into, I think it was the kitchen or it was the... No, I'm pretty sure it was the kitchen and there was, like, probably where they would have, like, the old big stoves. Yeah. It's kind of like a hollow out and it had the picture of Anna Corbin's face and some roses. Like, someone must change it out, you know, out of respect for Anna Corbin since she's, like, the most famous ghost there. And they were getting no readings at all on their any of the readers and they were like, this must be, like, where she was found and then it just went berserk oh wow oh i know creepy so creepy so it gets to like the night time and they're asking all different questions and they were like so we know who you are do you know who we are and one of the guy's names was brennan and through like the speaker box it came through so clear his name brennan no insane but this is what fucking got me that I was like, this is so creepy and so cool and just like, oh my God. So they set up all these experiments because obviously spirits feed off of different energies. Mm. And they were like, there's a lot of activity going. We want to get the most out of our, out of our experience. What can we set up so that they can feed off of that energy? Mm. And... I think this was in, like, the main dining area or it might have been in the room. I wasn't paying that much attention. I was just, like, I was paying attention, but not to the rooms. I was just, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah. I was taking and trying to take in as much information. So, yeah, I can't remember if it was in the room where they would have the lice baths or if it was in the dining hall where they've set up all of these, like, equipment things. And they've set up a heat lamp with alfoil over it so you know that would just get continuously hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter yeah they had like a heat uh, temperature gun on it and anna came through to them over the speaker box and the heat lamp started to drop in temperature Uh but all of the other devices they they had set up weren't dropping what? was just this heat lamp that was just dropping and dropping. That's a lot dropping. of energy that it's yeah. taken. And get this. Oh, oh my God. So <laughs> they go, what ener- What type of energy do you need to contact us? And it just came through heat. Oh, And it was shit. using the heat lamp. Oh, my Lord. I know. And when they were like, okay, well, thank you for, like, I... You can find this on YouTube. Go and fucking check it out. I think it's like season three, episode seven. Mm. Go check it out. Ghost Asylum. It's creepy as shit. 
so so good i loved it absolutely like i'm ah i want to watch it again um but when they were like well thank you so much we've got all the information that we needed the heat lamp started to go back up oh wow because she just left she's like oh okay sick bye yeah sweet cheers but throughout the entire this is like a 40 minute episode yeah throughout the entire episode the workers were like the the investigators were feeling like tugs on their arms like you could see their arm get tugged and you could see like the pure shock on their face when all of a sudden their body would just go cold like there's a video yeah or a clip sorry i should say where you can see this like bright light going to like this is you know when they're investigating at nighttime like going towards one of the men and as soon as it hits him he stands still and freezes and goes is there a breeze in here? I am so cold. I can't move. Oh, wow. So it's like a spirit had probably just entered his body. Mm. Like, what the fuck? And they're like going through all of this footage and there's just shadow people everywhere. Shit. And they hear um, laughter and footsteps and then they go, I think they ask who's there and then the, the voice that comes back is Sam. It says Sam, and mm. Sam is like one of the little boys that was murdered there by one of, allegedly uh, murdered by one of the guards. Jesus. Well, I'm shook. So, 100% is haunted. <laughs> you have sufficiently shook me. Have I Have I shook you? Yeah, I I'm probably did out. not explain that episode very well, but the, there's this lady, Yvonne. She, I think she's the historian of the place. And she said, Anna is always with you. She will follow you around and she will talk to you no matter what. Uh. So the whole time they probably had Anna following them around the entire place because they were getting readings everywhere. Damn. And whenever they would specifically talk towards Anna, she would always respond. Oh, really? I That's her that. house. That's well, yeah. That's her castle. She was one of the most passionate housekeepers there, and she mm. tried to treat all of those boys with the utmost respect and be like a mother towards them. So, yeah, I am. I'm very, very creeped out. I I'm like that's scary, but also like I just am blown away. There's so much evidence, mm. activity. And these guys like. Preston Castle has been on Ghost Hunters and Ghost Adventures and stuff, but I kind of I they play out their shit so much. Oh, I, yeah, can't. I can't stand this those Ghost guys. Asylum guys. They were really good. Okay. Yeah. Everybody go check that out. So half time. Yeah, I'll try to follow that up. If you want to leave us a five star review, we will read it out on the air. We don't have any new reviews this time, but perhaps next week. Yeah, come on. It helps us grow and helps the show get out to more people. And it helps boost our egos. (laughs) Very true. we need it. (laughs) That we do. Do we have HelloFresh things still? Yeah. Can we plug that right now? Yeah, plug it. Uh, Just code, do you mean a podcast? No, there's a link. Okay, well, if you want HelloFresh, a discount to HelloFresh, you can get that discount. I will have it in the description. I think it's $40 off your first box. Pretty damn good. 
Hell yeah. And that runs into my story, which is fantasy. It's okay. Well, I mean, it's on the No Sleep Reddit. So whether or not this oh. was truthful is unlikely, but it could be. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just suspend our belief and pretend this is all real okay. as I try to scare Belinda with a scary story. Which will work. So this is called I Found a Recipe Box Service on the Dark Web. Oh, God. By Iskander Khan. So, I'm going to read this in Iskander's voice, which I don't know, but I'm going to uh, speak from his perspective, let's say. So, I'm are assuming... Are you sure they are he? Uh, I'm fairly certain. I'm going to speak from their voice. Thank you, babe. So, I'm assuming you guys have heard of these online recipe box services. Companies like HelloFresh or Blue Apron that deliver high-quality ingredients and cooking guides so their customers can create restaurant-style meals in the comfort of their own kitchens. Well, my girlfriend and I adore them. One of the highlights of our week is opening up the packages to discover which delicious, healthy meal we'll be making together. It not only brought us closer together as a couple, it actually helped us lose a couple of pounds since we've opted for the low-fat menus. Now, I use Tor browsers to access the dark web, which Belinda and I have done before. <laughs> you chickened out before it could load, though. Yeah, I know. I was scared. <laughs> what were you trying to load again? Um, buying a wife. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, oh, it's horrible. Like, that's uh, horrible like, no, stuff. No, 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 no. That's absolutely... Disgusting and horrible and inhumane and degrading. But we just wanted to mail order bride if it really is a thing. If it actually existed. But I was like, no, we're in too deep. Let's get off here. (laughs) Anyways, did she like shut down the computer and everything? (laughs) Yep. Okay. Anyways, he doesn't use it. Oh, they don't use it for anything weird. I don't buy drugs or stolen electronics, nor do I venture into the seedier parts of the internet's underground. I know it's there, I just don't care to see it. But on one little browsing session, I came across a recipe box service that appeared to be exclusive to the dark web, called YouGoCook. It only accepted Bitcoin payments, but it promised to be the most exciting, adventurous meal delivery service available. I signed up without a second thought. My girlfriend would be in for a delicate surprise. The first recipe box arrived. What's in there, chinchilla? (laughs) The first recipe box arrived exactly on schedule. We were already making awkward jokes about the probability of being tricked into consuming human flesh sent by some dark web psychopath. Yet as we popped open the box and saw the ingredients were indeed of the highest quality, all our fears dissipated. That doesn't mean it wasn't an unusual meal plan. The filet of ghee came with a large, bright white slab of meat with little baggies of potent-smelling herbs, galangal from Southeast Asia, pandanus from South Pacific, along with all manner of seasonings that neither of us have ever heard of. I admit we were both a little apprehensive to sample such adventurous cuisine, 
But once the divine smells of the meat and spices in our skillet had begun to waft around the kitchen, we were sold. It was without a doubt the most delicious meal that either of us had tasted in our lives. Rich, exotic flavours that seemed to effortlessly complement each other, along with the most tender, mouth-watering meat I've ever purchased. I'm scared of what this meat could be. But something was wrong. Oh, God. The next morning, both of us had to call in to work. My girlfriend wouldn't stop puking into the bathroom sink, while I had diarrhoea so bad that it left me painfully dehydrated. I emailed the customer complaints department of Yugo Cook, pretty angry that their meal had gotten us so goddamn sick. The reply came back almost instantly. Apparently, they were inundated with complaints since one of the ingredients in the last batch had not been sourced properly. I had no idea what that meant, but I found their offer of a full refund and free meal kit to be very reasonable. There was, however, a caveat. The meat we'd been sourced was from a very rare sea creature, one on the endangered species list and therefore highly illegal to purchase or consume. What do you expect if it's from the dark web? Right. We were instructed not to contact any local emergency services, since this would result in our arrest and detainment. We waited days, and nothing had arrived. Each of us has been too sick to leave our apartment, and we're not yet desperate enough to call 911. We just don't have the cash to spare for something like that, and I'm terrified we'll be arrested if the authorities discover what we've been eating. My girlfriend has been sleeping for almost 24 hours now. She's so weak. Her skin has turned from a healthy pink into a sickly pale. Last time I checked on her, she also actually had a kind of grey... She was wheezing. She is dying. She was wheezing too, her mouth gaping as she gasped for fresh air, almost like a fish when it's trapped out of water. I'm really worried about her. I'm scared she's dying. I, I feel really woozy, but I think the meal delivery guy has arrived. He's been wandering around the hallway outside for a while now. I'm not sure how long. I'm I'm losing track of time. But it must be them. I, I hope it is anyway. I checked the peephole on our front door. The guy's wearing a weird rubber uniform and a small face mask with ventilators on it. I called out to him, but he won't reply. He just stares back at me through the peephole with the dark visor covering his eyes. He's been watching, waiting taking notes while other men in rubber uniforms and face masks arrive. I don't recognise the symbol on their clothing or equipment. They carry a lot of stuff, medical-looking in nature. Something tells me they're not here to help. Dun-dun-dun. I'm going to take them away. I think there's actually a follow-up story to that one, where he, like, expands upon it. And I'm fairly certain the meat was them, or meat was, like, people. Okay, that's weird. Like, what were the... I'm not scared. Damn it! Sorry. I was like, oh, Belinda loves food. Therefore, she will be scared of this food poisoning story. But you know what? I don't think that I would be... (laughs) Food poisoning. The true terror. Ah. We've got more realistic here. How could food ever betray you like that? 
it. I just want to know what were the people doing outside? Were like they just monitoring? Like when are they going to die? We have to dispose of their bodies. Ugh. Pretty creepy, right? Yeah, I think the scariest thing is the unanswered questions for me. Well, maybe we should just leave them unanswered and I won't click on to that next story. No, do it. Come on, it's Halloween. This is Halloween. This, this is, is Halloween. 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 Maybe we can come back and tell the rest of that story another time. It is Friday on the 13th another. coming up. Okay. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> soon. On another Halloween. I think it's uh, in like two year. weeks there's another Friday the 13th. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of like Halloween, guess what time I have to start work the next day of Halloween now? What? 11. A.M.? Yep. Okay. I had to talk it down from 9 a.m. Oh, God. I was like, um, I can still start earlier than 3. Like, what um, what time are you thinking? How about 10.30? Um, no. I don't know. How about 11? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, 11 to 6 after Halloween on the 1st of November, I will be working. And um, that means I'm not allowed to go too crazy. (laughs) Cut to me dragging Belinda (laughs) across the ground and into the house. Yeah. It's a good time, though. It always has to take care of me. I'm sorry. That's okay. Hope everyone has been having a good Halloween Eve. Hallow's Eve. Hell yeah. I hope that this has given you some spooks and frights and... Made you think twice about ordering meal kit delivery services off the dark web. But if you want one that is reliable, why not HelloFresh? Click the link in our description for, I think it's like $40 off or 40% off. I don't know. You'll find it's out. It's a percentage off. It's a percentage. And I know it's a 40. So go ahead, click that link and start a healthy, fresh food life. That definitely won't turn you into a fish. It will not turn you into a fish, and there will not be people in hazmat suits. Maybe. I don't know. It depends if you got COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. Too soon? No. No? It's, I don't know. Anyways, where can they find us, babe? (laughs) You guys can find us at youmeanapoltergeist.com. And I guess, without further ado, what should they do this Halloween? Trick or treat. Oh, and exercise regularly. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.